0: Hi, I'm Casey Mraz and you're listening to The Lawyer Mastermind Podcast, where we help attorneys grow their law firms by interviewing experts who can fast track their success. Attorney Kristen Tyler. She's the co founder of Law Clerk and partner at Garmin Turner Gordon LLP. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Thanks, Casey. I'm glad to be here.
0: Awesome. And you know, t- today we're going to be chatting about managing law firm employees remotely. And you know, I think you know a lot about outsourcing because with Law Clerk, don't you help attorneys hire other freelance lawyers? That's exactly
1: what we do at Clark. You you hit the nail on the head and that we help match up attorneys with our network of freelance lawyers who are available for project by project help remotely. Um, And we also have a ton of tools built into the system to make that remote work a lot easier. So I'm sure we can talk about those.
0: Okay, awesome. And you know, it seems like not long ago, the consensus was that all attorneys needed to be in the office to work. You gotta show up nine to five or nine to 10, whatever that is. Uh, But it seems like that's finally been changing. Can you run a law firm completely remotely these days?
1: Gosh, I think that the perspective that lawyers had on working from home or working remotely has changed significantly in the last two months. Um, Myself, my law firm, my husband's an attorney, he loves that he never wants to go back to the old ways of going in the office. I've talked to so many lawyers who never thought they would enjoy working from home that are now enjoying it, and they're seeing that their own productivity and their team's productivity is staying uh, high, you know, similar levels, if not some, in some cases even higher, um, which I think may have to do with the attorney uh, workaholic tendency, but that's a whole other mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> so yeah, the per- perception of working from home for lawyers has changed a great deal the past few months.
0: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, from a lot of the attorneys that I've spoken to in the past, they weren't as flexible with working remotely until they were kind of thrown into this. And one of those issues seems to be employee trust. So just starting off, should you trust people working remotely
1: well, you certainly, I guess if you have underlying concerns about if you have the right people on your team or the best people on your team, then working from home might be a nightmare. Um, hmm. But if you are lucky to have been working with the same team for years and, and you've got a good flow going, then working from home should not lead to those same levels of trust or concern as, as you might with some you know, maybe trouble employees. But there's still some important conversations and safeguards that attorneys should be having to make sure that they're maintaining the same level of confidentiality and security at home when working from home.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah, and that's definitely a concern that we can just touch on maybe a little bit right now, Um, that information transfer, you know, the confidentiality, what they're working with, um, that's probably got to be one of the challenges with working remotely. And how do you navigate that?
1: Well, I think that you just have to have a very direct conversation with your employees. Um, You know, if you have a younger associate, paralegal, you know, assistant of some sort, whoever it may be, whatever role, maybe you have a younger employee who lives with roommates and you know they live with roommates, like that's fine. But you need to ask direct questions like, hey, when you step away from your work to go for a run or the store or whatever you need to do, like, what are you doing at home to make sure your laptop is secured so that your roommates can't get into our clients' confidential data, to make sure that any paper files you may have at home are also secured, you know, just really direct questions. You may even go so far to say, hey, I know you have roommates, like, where do your, what do your roommates do? Where, where do they work? You know, if it turns out that they're a paralegal at a competing law firm, like, then you have a higher Sense of concern, and there may be other safeguards you need to take, but that's kind of a baseline conversation about making sure client confidential data is secure from roommates or whoever it may be, if they have a cleaning lady or whatever it might be. Sure. Um, another one that I've heard uh, I think is a great tip is to talk to your employees about hey, you know, we're working from home, and maybe the attorney even wants to offer to pay for their home internet now. That would be a really nice courtesy, uh, mm. but then they also need to ask on your home Wi-Fi, you know, do you have a password on that? How secure is your Wi-Fi? Is the password one, two, three, four, five? Like that's not (laughs) going to cut it. We need to increase the security. So that's another kind of just really bare bones um, security confidentiality thing that an attorney should cover with staff when working remotely.
0: Sure. So, um, and all this can probably be navigated with a, a standard policy, right?
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, lawyers love policies, so Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, maybe having a simple one-page form drawn up that they complete, they sign, they agree to update you if there's changes to their roommate situation or their Wi-Fi situation, um, definitely making sure that the expectations on both sides of the equation are crystal clear is going to save you a lot of headaches down the road.
0: For sure. So let's say that you're in that situation. You've made this transition. People are working remotely. You have the policies in place. Now, let's talk a little bit about productivity. How is that measured in a remote environment? In some cases, obviously, billable hours and things like that. And But it, it, in some cases, that may not apply. So what can you measure and what should you look for?
1: Sure. Well, I mean, the billable hour is the legendary benchmark of the legal industry. And if you've done a good job already, if you've got practice management software that allows you to track certain metrics, then comparing where you were at in say February before everything started to where you were at in April is gonna be a really interesting benchmark. Um, Beyond that, I think law firm owners, yes, your, your associate attorneys, your paralegals, whatever, can bill all the hours in the world, but you need to be really mindful of Are you collecting and watching your AR, your collectibles? Because if your clients are having uh, economic troubles right now, they may not be able to pay you. And maybe it's worth a conversation of, hey, how can we work together to get through this difficult time? Obviously, we need to still help you, but we need to get paid to pay our employees. Um, So you really want to stay ahead of collectibles um, and have a realistic output on what is your likely cash flow situation now and in the months to come. Um, Mm -hmm. I have heard of some law law firms being approached by clients for temporary reductions in billable hour rates. Fine. If you're going to do that, I think you want to set a benchmark a a set date where you mutually agree you're going to revisit it and see how's the client doing financially? How's the firm doing? Can we agree to extend those rates or are we ready to put them back to the standard rates? Um, So I think obviously uh, hours billed, but more importantly, dollars collected are going to be
0: really important for lawyers to
1: stay on top of.
0: Sure, no, that's great advice. And it is important to stay on top of it. And do you find that it's harder to stay on top of employees working remotely, or is that solved by communication and software?
1: Well, I mean, there's definitely that mystery of um, what are they doing and are they available? Um, I myself, I'm lucky I've worked with my team for a number of years, so I don't have those same concerns because we're on top of deadlines, we're responding to clients in a reasonable amount of time, so that's good. One thing that we did not in institute that was new when all of this started um, in mid-March for us here in Nevada was we uh, got the whole team, the whole law firm onto Slack, which I've used now for years on the law clerk side, the legal tech uh, company, but for our law firm, we said, hey guys, there's this really cool tool um, We'd like you to get on it, and that's really boosted communication. I think when you're working from home, it's even more important to kind of over communicate things um, to keep people connected, to make sure that nothing's falling through the cracks. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with Slack or not, uh, but oh, for it every it, day, <laughs> okay, yeah. For anyone who's not, it's basically kind of like an instant messenger platform where you can. There's just a stream of messages rather than a whole bunch of emails in your email inbox. And you can set up uh, channels for different cases, different clients, different topics, you know, we even set up just our, we called it the random channel and that's where everybody drops their, you know, funny memes and jokes and, uh, you know, birthday greetings on birthdays because we've been having a lot of birthdays lately. So um, Slack has been just a fantastic way for our team to stay connected and feel like we kind of know and you know and it it shows the little green dot if someone's logged in on their computer or not so if anyone really wants to kind of keep tabs on that they can i I don't but it does show who's on who's not and of course some people can't be on if they've got court hearings or if they're on the phone with a client like don't pay attention to your slack who cares about it you got to pay attention to the client so but that's been a great tool
0: Awesome. Yeah, no, we love Slack and we use it for um, all of those same things and and separating the information by channel can be really helpful. I think you touched a little bit on it with the the channel that you mentioned with like the fun memes and whatnot. How about law firm culture remotely? How has that changed? And is it something that uh, you pay attention to or? Yeah, well,
1: definitely, you know, I think that we all miss each other because we're lucky again, we've uh, the attorneys, especially we've all worked together for a lot of years and there's always been open door policy and, you know, Monday, Tuesdays, you know, you're checking in on how was your weekend? How are the kids? And so you miss those kind of casual water cooler type conversations. Um, I mean, we've set up the zoom happy hours. We did a virtual wine tasting, um, we we're, we're trying to do some of that fun stuff, but I, I definitely can tell that our team misses each other, in the like in-person interactions. But um, you know, we're we're doing the best we can.
0: That's awesome. So, what challenges do you think that uh, you faced and maybe overcome, or are still working through? Um, you know, since you've had kind of been forced to go remotely.
1: Sure. Well, I think um, you know, there's a big question mark still about how soon and to what extent will the courts reopen for those clients awaiting trials, especially in a situation where you really want a jury trial, you know, like how soon is that client going to be able to get some resolution of their case? That's that's really uh, heavy on our minds. Um, for me, I do more transactional work, estate planning and probate. And so for me, I'm, I'm constantly trying to think of different ways that, um, you know, I've been delaying some meetings. There's been some clients that have really, for various reasons, needed to come in. So we've taken a lot of precautions with safety equipment and, and extra cleaning to make sure that we were able to interact and get documents signed. Um, but even then, we've had to modify the way we're doing that with, you know, before I would sit down right next to the client and walk them through a document point by point making sure they understand everything we're doing that by phone or by zoom either a few hours ahead of time or the day before so when they come in they're literally coming in with their mask either washing hands or wearing gloves signing the document and leaving and it's just a much different client experience so um constantly trying to think of ways i can put a little bit more of a warm fuzzy touch on that and not make it feel so sterile
0: got it and for new clients is there um I mean, has, has that uh, slowed down at all, or has there been just as much interest?
1: It initially slowed down, I would say, um, through about mid-April. I think as the whole country just was trained to get our bearings about us, about what's going on, you know, what is the timeline on this. And as the courts started to come alive, uh, we noticed to see, we started to see an uptick. And plus, you I mean, the whole situation triggered a number of new matters, um, related to COVID. So um, we've been very steady, which is encouraging. But again, just with the ongoing litigation, we're being very mindful of what's the, you know, is it going to be realistic that these clients are going to continue to pay us for work? So that's, that's the big question mark right now.
0: Okay, got it. Yeah. Wow. Well, it sounds like that you guys have done a really good job, uh, you know, kind of adapting and the help that you already had that trust and everything uh, with your employees as well. What are you what advice would you give to somebody um, that to have a successful transition that never really planned for any of this?
1: Sure. Well, my advice would be that, um, and especially if they're having some uh, extra time that they did normally maybe you don't have commute time right now you don't have time every day or every week sitting for hours in court waiting for hearings you know take whatever extra time you're able to gather to work on your business and that doesn't necessarily mean actual lawyering work writing briefs doing research talking to clients but work on the business you know if there's some tech tools or resources that have been on your radar but you just haven't taken the time to play with them and try to figure them out, like this is a really great time to do that. Um, I've There's been a couple of things that I, I knew I needed to figure out. And I finally, the first two weeks at home, I, I made myself sit down and I said, okay, I'm going to just sit here until I figure this out. And both of them did were much easier than I thought they would be, you know, didn't take long. So I think, you know, trying to shift some of that time from lawyering time to business person time to work on the business is just super important right now to lay the groundwork for continued success and growth in the months to come.
0: Awesome. Well, that's great advice. And thank you for sharing that. And you know, one thing that we didn't talk about too, and we touched on a little bit, but it just kind of came up in my head. We were talking about Slack. Is there any other software that you would recommend that can really help bring the team together um, and make this easier?
1: Well, since we started this law firm uh, five years ago, we were all together at a larger regional firm, left literally five years ago in May, uh, May 2015 to start our firm. And from day one, you know, at the larger firm, we were chained to a server, uh, very paper heavy. And so from day one, we implemented a, a cloud based practice management software that gives us the ability to work anywhere, anytime, as long as there's internet. Um, we are, by and large, very paperless. Um, we use NetDocs for that, and the combination of that made it super easy for us to make the move. And so um, for anyone who is still chained to that server uh, or going into the office a couple times a week to get paper files, it, this can be a great time to try and make some, some changes on that.
0: Sure. OK, awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for sharing that. And then do you have any other uh, parting advice for managing employees remotely, things that maybe we didn't touch on or cover that you'd like to share with the audience?
1: Yes, I think, you know, it it helps to realize we're all going through challenging times at home as we're, you know, there's no barrier anymore between work life, home life. And so being sensitive to the fact that, you know, some people may be, um, you know, dealing with sick elderly family members. Um, Some people are dealing with young kids who are now homeschooling and trying to just be a little bit extra human and realizing, you know, team members are still going to, should still get their work done, but the parameters about when and how that happens might look a little bit different right now. And we all just need to give each other a little bit of grace and, and, err on the side of being kind. So, um, and I, have by and large, I've seen that. I've heard some horror stories from other people of stuff mm-hmm. that just makes you really scratch your head. But I think um, it's a good time for us all just to give each other a little bit of, of slack and wiggle room.
0: So. That's awesome. Well, that's great advice. And, you know, I can relate to that and I agree with that for sure. And then just because, you know, of your affiliation with law clerk, if uh, you know other law firms are looking to expand but not ready to hire on, you know, a full time attorney, is that kind of how people would utilize that service in, in one aspect?
1: Absolutely, you're hired. You nailed it. So, uh, you know, I've been talking a lot lately about, you know, I think a lot of attorneys started out this year in particular. You know, it was 2020, the start of a new decade, and. People talked about the modern roaring 20s, and I think some people set really big goals for their firm and for growth, and then they felt kind of like the rug got pulled out from under them when all of this happened, like, well, what do I do now? And so if you are one of those attorneys who, A, is still lucky enough to be busy, and B, wants to grow, you want to embrace this turbulent time to still foster growth for your firm, there's ways you can do that. And I'm really proud to say that Law Clerk is one of those tools, and that we can allow busy attorneys uh, to access help when they need it, done completely remotely, all the work's done project by project. Um, And so you're able to tap into our network of freelancers and get the help without having to commit to making a full-time hire of an associate, which is a little bit scary right now in these uncertain times to take on that additional commitment and overhead. And so we're absolutely a great way for attorneys still trying to grow and service clients to get the help they need.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, that sounds like a great way to scale, you know, with a little less of that risk, like you were mentioning. So um, it's an awesome service. And, you know, hopefully if that applies to your firm, you can check that out. Uh, that's lawclerk.com. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you taking the time, Kristen, and I look forward to catching up again in the future.
1: Sounds great. Thank you, Casey.